the PCAM podcast, recorded at Wave Studios, a sound design and mixing facility with a worldwide reputation for audio excellence. The Hi there, it's Blair here again with the rest of the PCAM committee, Simon, Augusta, Chris, Sally and Tony. And we're here to do another PCAM podcast and this time we're going to be talking about how to get into the industry, which is something that a lot of people ask us about when they're uh, just graduated from university or thinking about getting into this career. Um, does anyone have anything to start us off on how might people might think about getting involved? I tell you what, something, okay, I'll start you off. I think that one of the things that, you know, there are, there, as we all know to our cost, more and more people, because of what we've talked about, there's no barrier to entry in terms of the cost of equipment or not the, like there used to be. So obviously more and more people want to, want to get into it. Mm. They perceive it as a good place to be. Um, and the f- fact of the matter is that that creates an awful lot of noise. And I think if you are going to get into it, you need to find a way to cut through the noise and make your voice heard in a distinct manner. There's no specific, you know, if if we knew the answer to this, it's like if you knew the lottery numbers, it would be great. You know, there's no specific way in which you can do this. People have got to find their own way. Um, But those people who succeed will succeed if they find a way of cutting through the noise and making themselves distinct. Yeah, and that's a very good point. I mean, it's really hard to sell to people that spend, who's living it is to sell. Um, They're not really interested. They're also inundated with people uh, every day ringing them. You know, I think uh, producers, most agency producers get at least 40 calls a week from music companies. So they're... They're kind of tired. I think those you, are all from you, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yes. also, it's also important to know who you're selling to, because a lot of people, again, I get a lot of sort of helpline calls about this, and people don't understand where they're meant to sell their, their music to. So it's important to know that you're selling to either the producers or the creatives, or you're selling to a directing directors, directors companies. Uh, rather than just sort of pepper your stuff anywhere, you should try and target it to people who might be interested in what you're doing. And you can find out all details of people, like either on the web or there are plenty of books like Creative Handbook and stuff like that, which still, I think, exists around the File place. FX. File FX, another place for, who list all the uh, the producers, producers and, yeah. producers and creatives yeah. in agencies. Mm. Mm. So it's about targeting what you do. I suspect, though, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I think most people who get into the business get in via a friend. Mm-hmm. and that's it's the kind of lucky break bringing in the right place at the right time having said that you can try and be in as many places uh, at the right time as possible yeah and that definitely works that too because many a time one's rung somebody up and they say well, it's funny you should ring now because i've actually just got a job and, yes. and you find yourself in on something which you wouldn't have normally yeah, got yeah one thing i always recommend to anyone that's actually studying music at one of the gazillions of courses that seem to be churning out um, postgrad music students is um, please if there is a film department in your um, in your college go and make some friends um, always try and get um, to be making soundtracks for any any student filmmakers you know um, because those are relationships that you can um, you can that can last a lifetime and can be career forming so. yeah definitely and when you sort of first come out of university i think it's you know you are going to be sort of riding off the coattails of your peers for a certain amount of time and that will take a long time to happen because they are not going to be producing lots of adverts because they've just come out of university as well and you really need to find a way to sort of sustain yourself and get to a point where everyone is at the same level where you're starting to work on stuff so perhaps then we can talk about music agencies rather than going straight to the 
um, the producers themselves and talk about that as a route for getting into writing for stuff? One of the things, you know, a lot of people phone up what they consider to be established music production companies and say, you know, I'm really looking for somebody to represent me. Right. And, and really, I have to say that my advice generally is that if you can do it yourself, do it yourself. Because if you're going somewhere with existing relationships and existing commitments to a roster of, of, of people, you're going to be bottom of the food chain. You're going to be picking up the dregs. You're going to be making up the numbers. Now, it may be good to make up the numbers. And I can see why, you know, if you can get a job from Augusta or from Tony or from one of us that, that you know, even if you know that you're not in with much of a shout, the very fact that you're doing it at all is a good thing. And, and I think that's, that's true, too. Sure. But, you know, what you've got to think about is what is a production company going to do? It's going to actually put together a show reel, present itself in a professional and attractive manner and go and talk to the people who can give them the work. Well, which one of those things can't you do for yourself? Mm. So, <laughs> or, or, perhaps, Sorry. Well, also, I think, too, I said to a lot of people that it's quite good being in a couple right. because doing things on your own is actually always quite hard and you yeah. and motivating yourself. And So I know a lot of people who, if you can get together with another writer or even somebody who thinks they can produce you, um, you do better than going to an agency, I think, because the two of you, you know, between each other can motivate each other and, and, yeah. and sort of find your, find your feet on it. I need to do that. I need to find a friend. <laughs> so if there's anyone out there. <laughs> I can vouch for that because I'm, I'm, I started, uh, we started as a partnership. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's, it's not the kind of industry that you really want to be solo if you, uh, it, it does help to have moral support because it, it can be a little bit thankless, yeah. to say the least. A failure and, is only half a failure. <laughs> well, if you're having a good time, I mean, it just leads on from everything else that we've said. If you're enjoying it and you're writing things that you like and not doing crap work yeah. <laughs> in your own estimation, also, then you're enjoying yourself. It also so. expands your, your writing, I think, having somebody else because you can get very self-indulgent sitting there in your garret writing writing these offices if there's somebody else there you know you you bounce off each other you have different musical um ideas and it can work extremely well yeah i think there's a a complete other way of looking at it as well which is i think you touched on this actually in, in a previous podcast um i think if you have a really unique and interesting sound then people will find you I would, you know, one way of going at it is, oh, you know, go and get some ads, do your own soundtracks to them, schlep them about, send them to music companies, send them to agencies saying, look at me, I can do a soundtrack for an ad. But actually, if you are a very creative person and you've got interesting ideas and you've got a really cool sound, then you can work on your own projects. You know, most young people today are extremely creative about promoting themselves, promoting their work, and are out there doing stuff. And if you can make enough noise doing something original and interesting, then music production companies and agencies even may just come and find you. Um, Look at the hits on YouTube. I mean, if you get something interesting going... Mm. That can be a way, and as any other way. Also, I think also, you know, you've got to realise if you're starting out that this is an industry that craves the new. It constantly needs to sort of have new blood in it. So actually, to a certain extent, people like me and Tony, and and you know those right. of us who've been around time, are, are actually in some respects, although we've got we've got a lot of experience and a track record and have done a lot of stuff, we're slightly almost at a disadvantage when confronted with a bunch of people who have the shock of the new. We want, you know, it's like the Vampire Queen. Right. I need. Yeah. Blood, bring me. But but 
I think that also the other thing which I think is is something you need to think about is that you know the old school way of having a showreel and schlepping it around town is is all very well but the problem with that you need a reason a legitimate reason to keep yourself where possible in people's minds because it's all about being front of mind and if you're the person they think of when a music opportunity comes up you're the person that's going to get the call or the email the problem is you know you can't just sort of send them a link to an ad and then send them another link saying wasn't that a really great ad do you want to watch it again or whatever so i think it's important to sort of diversify what you do keep producing stuff it might not all be music but keep having things that without being a stalker and that's another thing to avoid um you know it's a fine line between being yeah. persistent and being a pain in the neck and and keep finding ways to introduce yourself to the person you know so that you stand a chance of being in their mind when the opportunity yeah, arises try to do that in person as, as much as possible well you know what actually a lot of people really like Real, you can get great relationships with people you've never met on email and the nice thing although it's a pain the nice thing about email is that it gives people a place to hide they don't right. have to deal with it straight away they don't have to make a decision on the phone they don't have to say no they can actually you know they can actually think about it and you know i'm sure we've all got this relationships with people that you don't really know but you've got a great sort of jokey thing going on with the occasional yeah, email yeah, or, or, yeah. or, you know, even if it's somebody you know on Facebook with the occasional thing. And yeah. you notice, I mean, I notice on Facebook the number of people who always check what I say and like it, almost whatever it is. And you think, you know, wow, that person is paying attention to what I'm saying and is, I'm, I'm in their mind because they're checking it. Mm. Is that your mum? <laughs> mostly, mostly my mum. Yeah. <laughs> I've got um, a, a few little tips as well that I tend to give people who are just trying to get into the industry, um, which I think, again, I think maybe you have touched on. But um, I tend to get turned off. I mean, I get I get a load of um, people emailing me every day, every week. I get composers mm. um, reaching out. Mm. Um, and I tend to switch off... Um, Immediately, if I've got people saying I can do anything, you know, mm. I'm really versatile, I can do all different styles of music, mm. I just think, well, that means you're probably just doing pastiche of everything and it's not really, you know, I don't, don't need that really. I want experts, I want people Character, who, yeah. Yeah, I want people who are really nuts about doing one particular thing. I'd much prefer that and have someone that's, you know, really, really extreme and interesting and 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 into something passionate yeah. about what they do mm. i think i think there are loads of misconceptions about advertising music and i think in you know there, there is this idea that you've just got to be able to do anything and i i think it's com completely wrong um and then the other thing that always switches me off completely is people th saying you know i'll work for nothing i'll just give me a demo i'll, I'll do free demos for you mm. Um, and we've touched on that before, but I'm just going to raise it again because I think it is a really important point. If you're trying to get into the industry and you're trying to get work, that doesn't mean to say that you have to work for nothing. Yeah, and in, in defence of uh, um, music production companies, I, I think you've got to be realistic about what your strengths are. If you mm -hmm. if you want to sit at home in your garret and and write music and you're passionate about that and you, the idea of actually going trying to network or, or via Facebook, email, or actually going to see people, you find that abhorrent, then, you know... Don't I put think, yourself through it. Don't do it. You know, go and see music production companies, uh, and uh, and you know, I, I know that I would listen to new enough for everything that comes through the door. You know, it may take me a couple of months, but I'll, yeah. I'll definitely listen to it. Yeah, I, w I would completely agree with that. I think I have to defend the, the position of music production companies as well. I think we do a lot of the slog work that I know certainly our composers 
really can't face and don't want to be dealing with and they don't want to be talking to people in ad agencies and they don't want to be having to sell themselves and promote themselves and you know it's really tough to do that and be really creative i agree but i would say and following on from what you're saying one of the things that if you are starting out on your own or whatever and you're presenting it yourself to anybody whether it's a production company or an agency you've got to be professional you know CDs with 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 splodgy ink, you know, scrawled straight on them, or you know, some crappy business card or no business card or some horrible, you know, website, whatever, just doesn't cut it. You know, again, something I say to to, to people I'm talking to, you know, what you've got to realise is that an agency or whoever it is could use you or me. Why would they use you when they could use me? Now, I'm not saying that because they never will, but it's the question you've got to ask yourself. Why will they use you and not me? Mm. Come up with a good answer and they might well use you and not me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, you know, meeting people in person and stuff. Uh, and I found that going along to seminars, you know, whether they're PCAM seminars or whether they're held by BASCA or PRS, etc. They're a great place to meet other composers, certainly, and occasionally other people that might be able to give you work. Maybe not as often work, but they are people that are you going to be able to network with and they might bring you in on a job that you have a particular skill that then they can use. Um, other events which aren't necessarily music based, which are more, you know, to do with like film and stuff like that they're worth going along to and just trying to meet lots of people as well. So that can be a more sort of social aspect. Of I'd absolutely agree with that. And I think that the um, social events that PCAM has run and will continue to run are a great opportunity to, to meet with um, other composers and music production companies. And I've certainly met a number of really interesting composers at those events. And, you know, it's just a very relaxed yeah, especially um, the, the seminar series that we hold um, mm. occasionally. That's a great way to learn more about stuff because it's very educational as well. We're getting some great speakers. They're often, you know, really um, experienced in their field and they're people that you can network with and speak to as well. Yeah. Great. Well, I think we're coming to the end of our allotted time again. So... Um, Thank you very much for listening, as always. Um, big wave to wave, everybody. Wave to wave. Hashtag wave to wave on Twitter. Um, and speaking of Twitter, you can find us uh, on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, or you can find us on the website at pcam.co.uk. Uh, thanks for listening, and see you again soon. The PCAM. PCAM. PCAM.